0: Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 2nd of November, 2023. Flyers Daily presented by Ticketmaster. Make more memories live. And this season, the Flyers also teaming up with Penn Medicine for the Penn Medicine Assist. Travis Sanheim's got a couple of contributions tonight. For every Flyers Assist this season, Penn Medicine and the Flyers are going to be donating 30 pounds of food to local communities in need. Sometimes hockey... Is a very strange sport. Sometimes in hockey, a goaltender can overcome some of the biggest elements of the game. Now, to score goals in the NHL, this seems really obvious. You got to get pucks on net. And it, the, it, it would stand to reason the more times you get the puck on the net, the more likely it is you'll score goals. But that's not hockey. Flyers outshoot Buffalo in the game 40 to 15. They have 25 more shots on goal. They took over 75 shot attempts in the game. Yet the Flyers scored two goals, and the Buffalo Sabres, who only ended up with 15 goal, shots on goal, end up with five goals. Now, one of them's an empty netter. Okay. But still, the Flyers go into the third period in this game again, tied at two. Very similar to the game against the Carolina Hurricanes on Monday. But they come out of the third period, the Carolina game, 3-2. to two. Carolina gets the only goal, and the Flyers dominated play. Not dominated, but had probably 2-1 to high-level high scoring chances to Carolina. They lost that game 3-2. to two. This game, many good scoring chances in the third period, yet the Buffalo Sabres end up with two goals in the period and an empty netter. So three total goals, and Buffalo wins the game. 5-2. to two. Flyers even get a bit of a gift goal to start the game. Just 55 seconds in when Joel Faraby on a rush attempt with Bobby Brink goes to make the pass to Brink. It hits off the defender of Buffalo's stick and right in the top part of the net behind Uka who then settled in and made 38 saves on the next 39 shots. He was excellent in the game. But the Flyers, after outshooting Buffalo 40 to 15, lose the game five to two. They went into the third period with like a 71% face-off winning percentage in the game. They ended up with a 54%. Buffalo did win some face-offs in the third period. But the Flyers in this game had good opportunities. But the question is, is how do you maintain belief as players in the process and everything else if the result ends up being what it's been for the last couple of games. Last three games in particular, and, and you look at the Flyers' schedule, you look at their last six games. Only one of those games, they ended up scoring more goals than the opposition. Yet in a lot of those games, Dallas, where they lost in overtime, battled from two two-goal deficits in that game, but lost in OT, got a point, lost in Vegas in the final 33 seconds after playing a really strong game toe-to-toe with the Stanley Cup champs and a team that was undefeated at the time. Then you come back home, you get the 6-2 win over Minnesota, you have the 7-4 loss against Anaheim, but then on Monday, like I said, you stand in there toe-to-toe with what I think is one of the best teams in the league in Carolina, and you end up losing 3-2, Freddie Anderson stands on his head in the third period, Carter Hart made some good saves as well, but ended up not making one more than, you know, Carolina ends up getting the goal and then five to two, the final against Buffalo, where you go into the the third period, tied at two and you outshoot the opposition five to two. It's, this is a pivotal point in the season. We've talked about meaningful games and you don't want to be chasing the standings. Flyers are going to have to win some games here to not start chasing the standings here early. They've played much better than they played last year when in their first 12, they went 7-3-2. Yet the record is not as good at this point. They'll score more goals than they scored in those first 12 games, 33 last year. They've got 32 right now in their first 10 games this year. Flyer goals in the game come from Joel Farabee. His fifth of the season, that opened the scoring. Casey Middlestad, then Brandon Biro picked up goals. 2-1 Sabres in the first period. Then Cam Atkinson, off a great feed from Travis Sanheim. Sanheim, I thought, played a great game again last night. Really good, nifty feed to Cam Atkinson. He also assisted, by the way, on the first goal. And the Flyers and Sabres are tied at two after one. No scoring in the second. Go to the third. 3-0-3 into the third. Owen Power. Just... Just beat Sam Erickson. More on that in a second. Tage Thompson makes it 4-2, and then Brandon Bureau gets the empty netter. His second goal of the game, second goal of the season, and the Sabres win the game 5-2. Now, when Brandon Bureau scored the second goal to put Buffalo up 2-1, there was actually another goal in between there that was overturned for offsides. Great job by the Flyers video team finding that. It was scored by Jeff Skinner. But... Carter Hart, at that point, came out of the game at the 10-minute mark of the first period. He looked like earlier in the period that he, like, I wouldn't call it a save. It was more like he kicked the puck off the player's stick with a flex of his pad in the butterfly. It was his right leg. And then he kind of got run into on the second Bureau goal. The first Bureau goal, but the second goal for the Sabres. And he just didn't look comfortable physically. Trainer came out for the second time. Carter Hart went out of the game. Sam Harrison went in. At that time, I said, this is a perfect situation for Sam Harrison. You never want to see Carter Hart go out of a game hurt, not be able to finish a game he started, no doubt about it. And we'll see where that goes from him. More on that in a moment. But you're getting Harrison back in there, because after his first two starts this year, he's given up 12 goals and had a 7- 60 save percentage. So you get him right in there. doesn't have a chance to think about it. Just go into the game. problem is he just doesn't see any pucks. You know, Buffalo had 11, 15 shots total in the game. Sam Harrison just didn't see a lot of pucks. So again, very difficult for the goalie to get into a rhythm of the game, feeling the puck. And you don't want the Flyers to give up more shots. I mean, when you hold a team to 15 shots, that's incredible shot suppression. But it is difficult on goaltenders to not feel the puck. But... We'll see where this goes with Carter Hart. We'll see if Felix Sandstrom gets recalled as quickly as he was sent to Lehigh Valley on a conditioning assignment because they've got a game Friday, tomorrow, in Buffalo. Then they've got a game Saturday at home against the Los Angeles Kings. Then Sunday, they leave for a West Coast trip. So they've got to figure that out and see what the health is of Carter Hart, if this is something that needs a little bit of time to get better. They call it a mid-body injury, which I've never heard before. But I'm assuming that's core related. Groin. I I don't know. I don't know what exactly the injury is, but you know, I think you gotta be really cautious and, and smart and long play when it comes to Carter Hart. I don't think you you rush him obviously in this situation. You do still have Felix Sandstrom who's got NHL experience and you have Sam Harrison. But we'll see where this goes. I don't like seeing him come out of games in discomfort like that. And I thought again, I thought it was a good situation to get Harrison in there. Uh, but it th- that's a tough loss when you outshoot the opponent 40 to 22 and you come out and they end up beating you or excuse me, 40 to 15. You had 25 more shots on goal than the opponent and you lose the game 5 to 2. Now, these home and homes have a way of working out where They usually split, but Flyers can't bank on that usually working out that way. They got to go into Buffalo and find a way to win a game. Then they need to come home and take on the LA Kings and find a way to win a game. It's one at a time. I get it, but this is a really, really pivotal spot in the season for the Flyers. It's early. It's just starting November, and we know what happened last November. November was a tough month for them last year. They got to find a way to turn this November around. I mean, the schedule gets a lot busier. Things get a little bit more congested with games. It's, it hasn't been real congested just yet in the first month, in October. It's going to get congested in the month of November. Friday in Buffalo. Saturday against the Kings. Tuesday at San Jose. Friday at Anaheim. Saturday, it's a back-to-back with Los Angeles to wrap up the season series with the Kings. Then they'll fly home for a day or so. Then fly down to Carolina, take on the Canes. And then they're going to come back home to take on Vegas, Columbus, the Islanders, the Rangers, the Islanders, Carolina, New Jersey. You want to talk, like, after you get through maybe that Anaheim game, and Anaheim's off off to a good start. But then you're looking at, when you come back home, to finish up the road trip, Carolina, Vegas, Columbus. Islanders, Rangers, Islanders, Carolina, New Jersey. That is a tough tough, tough schedule I mean that's probably the toughest stretch that they may have all season long, Carolina twice, the Islanders twice, the Tev- I mean and Vegas the Cup champs again that's going to be the toughest toughest stretch of their schedule the entire season I've looked over the schedule, I don't see any other areas that are tougher and this is at a very pivotal time where a team is trying to figure out their identity, figure out who they are, figure out how to win games in third periods. That hasn't been a trait that they've had so far. They haven't been able to push it over the goal line to get a win in situations where the third period's up for grabs. You know, we t- I always try and boil the game down to the smallest little segments. And when you're in a tie game 2-2 or you're leading going into the third, and you come out of those games 0-3 so far, that's tough. That's a tough spot. You look at the Vegas game. They were leading 2-1 going into the third. Vegas got the game tied and then eventually won it with thirty three or 32.5 seconds left. You look at the Carolina game. You were going into the third period tied at 2. You lost the game 3-2. You have this Buffalo game where you go into the third period tied at 2, and you lose 5-2. So you're looking for traits of identity. Like we talked about the Vancouver game back where they won that game 2 to 2 to nothing at home. It was their home opener. They had a really good first period, then they came out in the second period they outshot Vancouver 23 to 3. There were elements of that game that you loved. Then the Edmonton game. And the fact that McDavid didn't have a shot on goal. And you frustrated that team. You played a really detailed hockey game and you won 4 to 1. And then even the comebacks against Dallas, two two-goal deficits, you come back against a good team, you manage to get a point out of it. You play a good game event against Vegas, you don't get any points out of it, but you go, we went toe-to-toe with the, the best team, probably one of the best teams in the league. Come home against Minnesota, you're up 3-0, Minnesota makes it 3-2 in the third, but then you just grab the game and you run away with it. But since then, the seven goals given up against Anaheim, the 3-2 loss with the game up for grabs, win a period, win a game against Carolina. Same thing against Buffalo. And you got to figure out what's the DNA of this team. What's the identity? Well, with that schedule coming up, boy, they they got to figure out an identity quick and one that is able to grab up for grabs games. They had some so many great scoring chances against Carolina in the third and against Buffalo. And they didn't win either game. So this is, a very, I think, a very pivotal spot in the schedule. I'm not overreacting. At least I don't, I don't think I'm overreacting. If you guys think I am, tell me I am. It's a long season. They've only played an eighth of the season so far. When I look at that schedule coming up, after basically San Jose and Anaheim, and I see Los Angeles, that's a playoff team in my opinion. Carolina twice, obvious playoff team. Columbus should be much improved. We'll see. They beat them on opening night. A little revenge for Columbus. I think the Islanders are going to battle for a playoff spot. I don't know if they'll make it. The Rangers, absolutely a playoff team. And New Jersey, absolutely a playoff. I mean, this is a tough schedule this month. They have got their work cut out for them. They've got some identity forging to do. They've got guys playing really good hockey. But over the last six, that hasn't resulted in more than three standings points. OT loss where they got a point against Dallas and the two points they earned against Minnesota. And all said and done, hockey players, athletes, ultimately at the end of the day, they look up at that scoreboard and they said, did we score more points than them? And Flyers in their last six games have only scored more points than their opposition on one occasion. What does that do to their psyche? This is where John Tortorella and his coaching staff have a lot of work, to to keep his guys on board and keep them believing keeping them sticking to the process. This sport's weird. You can play really well and just find ways to not win games. Sometimes it's a mistake, sometimes it's the opposition, sometimes the goalie on the other team just is not going to be scored on. That that's the way that we get that. But that's where the belief has to come in and be maintained. It's early in the season. Sometimes it's harder to lose belief early than it is to lose it in the middle. If you start out and it's rough, it's e- I think it's easy to lose belief in the very beginning of a season. That's the thing that I'm going to be looking out for over this stretch of games through this very important month of November. All right, we will preview Flyers-Sabers tomorrow. They'll be back against Buffalo tomorrow night in Buffalo. And uh, we'll preview that game in tomorrow's Flyers Daily. And we also have Saturday against the Kings. So there's a lot of hockey coming up. We'll see if they can pull the stick back on the aircraft and get the nose pointing up a little bit here right now as they'll take on Buffalo again tomorrow. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily.